Hi, this is Daryl Mansfield. Thanks for listening, and thanks for celebrating my birthday. So, Tina, when did you uh, meet Daryl? I met Daryl. Oh, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was uh, in a classic rock band that was actually a worship team. So I was uh, leading worship at a church in your Belinda and um, our worship team decided to do an outreach and do like some classic rock uh, at a local coffee shop. And so we started doing that and Daryl Mansfield happened to be jamming at uh, one of the places we went and we just about fell over when we saw that he was there. So we went up and invited him to come to one of our rehearsals mm -hmm. and he showed up. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we just were going nuts, you know, because all of us are, you know, Christian rock fans. And mm -hmm. um, and we gave Daryl the address and he showed up to our rehearsal in the garage and uh, he just started playing with us. And what happened was a, a few months went by and we decided to kind of morph and become his backup band Terrific. so that we could we could tour around and do more gigs and that's how i got started uh managing daryl that's amazing that's awesome we would love to see you up here in canada uh one of the questions i had for you uh, often when daryl came up to vancouver we had to we literally auditioned uh, musicians to play with him here either because yeah. it was too expensive to bring the band or they wouldn't let him over the border what was your memory of that Right. So we would trim down and we had to do this quite a bit because yeah. um, we didn't have a big budget for uh, moving musicians around in equipment. And actually, as you know, there are very capable musicians in mm -hmm. a lot of places that yes. really can use good exposure. Mm -hmm. So what we would wind up doing is taking uh, Eric Turner, um, who is Daryl's uh, guitarist for 40 years or something. Yeah. And he knew all the Daryl's songs and he could lead <clears> the band. And then I would go also um, to coordinate and kind of manage. But basically we would, you know, give a heads up, hey, we're going to be playing in this place. And then, hey, any local musicians, we need a drummer, bass player, so forth, and saxophonist, anybody that wanted to join in. And yeah, we would have local people then audition to play with the band, we would we would send chord charts and recordings of the songs we were going to do. They would practice up, and literally we would just show up and play. Amazing. And it was actually riveting and exciting. We got a lot of really cool live versions of Daryl's songs because everybody would add in a little of their style. And mm -hmm. actually, it was just a great way to perform. Yeah, I, I do remember. I'm just going to move my mic over here. As it's humming a little bit, that's better. I do remember a lot of that, and I remember I was always in awe of their ability to um, not only play with these guys, but uh, keep them in order and, and uh, I guess, teach them arrangements, even on the spot. Uh, Daryl had his signals for the drummer. Usually the drummer was the one he seemed to key in, because I guess he had to know when to stop or keep going. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he had his he had his hand up, and yeah. you know what? He's a he was really good. Daryl is is very good at directing from the stage, and I I don't want to admit how how very few rehearsals we ever had. <laughs> we would literally show up, and people would just walk on the stage, and but a lot of it was pro musicians or experienced musicians know how to follow. Yeah, and. 
the other good thing is we're doing blues, which like yes. you can't really mess nope. it up. You, you know? can't mess with the blues. <laughs> so pretty much, pretty much. If you get the cutoffs, yeah, and if you can follow, like Daryl would would do a hush maneuver with his hand yep. to like, hey, let's bring it down, mm-hmm. and then Eric Turner would be cueing people on the chords and. Um, look, it, it just went off like a pro session and yeah. I think, um, it was fantastic. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I, I loved watching it too. And, uh, yeah, great. And one, I think with back to blues, you actually brought an entire band with you, uh, the Johnny Mannion band came up and of course, I guess there, uh, uh, no Daryl down there and probably had more time yeah. to rehearse than others. But, uh, that was a, a very memorable time for me. And Johnny, uh, says to this day, that was a thrill. Um, and those Johnny Johnny is an awesome friend yeah. and um, yeah Johnny not only knows all Daryl's songs and he played gigs with us mm-hmm. uh, in Southern California area but he also was connected with the Blues Hall of Fame yes and he was actually the one who uh, was able to introduce Daryl Daryl has a, his uh, Blues Hall of Fame ambassadorship to California mm-hmm. and then most recently and we didn't publicly announce this but we can now um, he was awarded the Blues Master wow. Award from the Blues Hall of Fame I can send you a picture of that but yes. yeah that just happened recently and we thank Johnny Mannion for that beautiful beautiful yeah I talk to Johnny often uh, we've uh, been in touch and I've got a great photo with him as well um, yeah terrific brother and he's in on all this too he sent his greetings as well and i may yet give him a call and uh do a few get a few uh thoughts from him as well for sure okay so um any other memorable gigs and experiences that you can share with us okay daryl you want to talk about it what do you want to talk about any special memories you've got oh man there's there's been so many years and so many places i've played it's it's hard to it's hard to just pick them out, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll give you one highlight, yeah. which was um, a summer tour that we did with the band. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of there's a lot of laughs in there. Yes. So, <laughs> um, you know, we went through six states, uh, drove drive trip in my minivan mm-hmm. with a towing a trailer now this is like major bonding experience because we were sometimes driving 12 hours a day Uh and there there's six people in my van literally so much gear that eric turner was sandwiched between some amplifiers and i mean you have to just say these guys were such good sports yeah but uh we drove cross country from california to um south dakota where we were at the um, Hills Alive uh, Festival, and there were 55,000 people there, I think. Mm-hmm. It was an incredible group of musicians that were all playing. Um, and we, uh, yeah, I, it was an incredible experience. But I have to tell this one funny story. Yeah. Because it was going to be our turn to be up. Mm-hmm. And the band was all ready. We were all backstage. Um, now, this was like a three-day festival we couldn't find Daryl and we're like, we're like down to a few minutes before we're taking the stage for 55,000 people and Daryl's gone. So I run over to the security guy who has, and now this is in a big park. So I run over to the security guard who has a a golf cart Mm -hmm. and I was like, dude, we have to find Daryl Mansfield in like now. So he goes, I'm going to go this way. He gets on the radio 
So literally like five minutes later, he rolls up with Daryl Mansfield in his golf cart mm -hmm. with a fishing pole <laughs> and a tackle box <laughs> because he found Daryl at the, at the little creek, literally fishing, like there was nothing going on. So um, that, that is Daryl Mansfield for you. Is. He is just cool, calm, and just walked on the stage and blew people away. And, it was awesome. And loved his fishing. I know that for sure. He wanted me to go a couple times, but uh, I got I got out of it somehow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We got some fishing stories, yeah. but that, that's, oh, yes. that's Daryl for you. He's never uptight. He's no. never tense. No. It's always, it's always fun. Yeah. I remember him playing a lot of tennis way back, too, as well. He liked to bring a tennis racket, I think, and uh, to keep in shape. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and uh, very athletic. Of course, baseball was a big love. We used to play catch out in the backyard, uh, waiting for the concert in the evening. And I know Daryl was very involved in the baseball world. Um, how much can you tell us about that? Well, you know, I was, I was uh, involved with the Dodgers and the Angels as a chaplain. Yeah. You know, I was a volunteer chaplain. And uh, it was, uh, you know, I. I I grew up playing baseball as a kid, you know, so I've always been a big baseball fan. Mm -hmm. so, who were some of the Who were some of the guys that were playing when you were a chaplain? Oh well, you know, I with the Dodgers and and the Angels, it's it's hard to remember. All right. Yeah. Because it was it was years ago, but you know, but I can all... I can tell you a funny story, Daryl, and see if you remember this. You are on stage in Vancouver. And you went out one day to say, okay, this, uh, they are hockey fans here. So I'm going to go put a hockey jersey on for my concert. And you were a big Expos, Montreal Expos fan because your favorite player was traded there at one time. So you went out and bought a Montreal Canadiens hockey jersey. Now to, <laughs> to wear that in Vancouver, I have to tell you, you didn't get, you didn't get booed off the stage. We were all your friends, but we all went, what are you wearing? Yeah, do you do you remember that, Daryl? No, I don't. But that'd be a, I I can see me making that we mistake. We were groaning and going, no, no, wrong jersey, Daryl. No, no. I'll never forget no, that. No. I thought that was funny. Oh man. Yeah, well. But you tried, so you knew we I were tried. a hockey town, and uh, you didn't understand yeah. the hockey, but uh, we loved the baseball too. So. At that time, we had only we only have one team now, the Toronto Blue Jays. We had Montreal back in that day, so uh, maybe we'll get them back. Yeah. Um, I have some other questions here. Then, uh, Daryl and you are been very involved over the years with many different ministries. I've got a couple written down. Uh, what can you tell us about Rock and Socks? Right. So, um, uh, bass player David Paulson, and uh, he's actually my my ex-husband. Yeah. We are very good friends, though. Good, yeah. Um, and still, he, he still plays with Daryl once in a while. Um, so he started an outreach in Skid Row mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. Now, there are at least, I think it's an understatement, 20,000 homeless people living yeah. in Skid Row. Oh. Um, I think it's higher. I think it may be more than like 28,000 now. Wow. But it's in a certain area of L.A. And what we noticed, we would go down there with Eric Turner and Daryl Mansfield. And uh, and uh, this is all fun, you guys. It's, mm -hmm. it's great. Mm -hmm. It's an outreach, but it's also fun. So yeah. here's uh, Eric and Daryl with um, 
these little amplifiers. They're called pig nose amplifiers. Mm -hmm. They're battery operated. Yeah. And they hang on a band like a strap across their shoulders. Beautiful. And so Eric Turner's plugged into one of those and Daryl's got his harmonicas plugged yeah. into one of these little pig nose. And, and then Dave's got an acoustic bass and literally mm -hmm. we have all these volunteers. So maybe 30 to 50 volunteers would go with us. Mm -hmm. These still, we still do these outreaches every couple of months. Yeah. So basically we would collect thousands of socks. We're talking three, 4,000 <laughs> pairs of socks yeah. and everybody would be loaded up with wagons and bags. And basically we would hand out socks to the homeless people that are all over the streets. Wow. Um, and we literally would walk for uh, probably a couple hours, two, three hours, mm -hmm. uh, just handing out socks. And so what we do is spend a few weeks um, collecting socks from donors mm -hmm. and from different shops. And then we'd go and hand them out. And so now we've kind of expanded in that we're handing out water and hot dogs mm -hmm. also uh, at times. So like our, our wagons have kind of gotten heavier lately. But yeah, mm -hmm. that's still active and we we just walk around singing blues music uh a lot of daryl's songs mm -hmm. christian blues mm -hmm. and we stand on the corners and stop and people gather around but listen it's really cool to talk to these homeless people yeah. a lot of them have just come on hard times yeah. and they you know we have people with college degrees out yes, there yes we do who just <clears throat> you know they fell on hard times and they wound up stuck there and mm -hmm. it's just a great time to minister and pray with people beautiful amazing like they say, yeah. everybody is somebody's mother, or sister, or brother, right? And there's a right. story, yeah. story behind them, and they're just one tragedy away from being on the street, you know. So they're yeah. they're all like us. It's it's uh, the saying goes there, but by the grace of God, go I. And yeah. that's so so true. And it's the same up here in Vancouver. They're actually doing a count right now of homeless, trying to get a new uh, update, and they're trying to do a, <laughs> trying to banish homelessness here. So. Uh, I don't know if they can do it, but hopefully they can try and uh, make right. places for them to live. That's awesome. I'm sure that's better than playing on the Grammys any day. You know what it is? And, and just to encourage people who reach out to homeless, I think a yeah. lot of people are just afraid to approach. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, um, look, <clears throat> if you if you look these people in the eye mm -hmm. and you, you know, I always try to like, kind of if they're sitting on the ground i try to squat down next to him and yeah. don't don't be higher than them no. and, and then just say hey man god loves you i'm just here to you know say i whatever don't be afraid mm -hmm. to open a conversation up but then let them go if they start to tell you their story because yes. it this is what jesus would do yes jesus treated everybody as an equal That's right. and um there are some beautiful stories in there and you just might change someone's life by listening to them you better believe it you better believe it. My daughter, my own daughter is a nurse down on the downtown east side. So I know exactly what you're talking about. So uh, God bless the work she does as well. Um, another one that uh, you are involved in is Bibles for Marines. Right. Do you want to, do you want to talk about Bibles for Marines at all? Okay. You want me to talk about it? Yeah, sure. That'd be great. All right. So we've been doing the uh, Bibles for Marines probably seven or eight years now. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, originally they got started so Joseph Travers started the ministry and his son was a marine a marine at the school of infantry 
at Camp Pendleton Marine Base in California. And I know almost every Marine has been there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there are probably a whole bunch of you listening that mm -hmm. are going, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's a school of infantry there. This is where uh, they look like kids to us. Yeah. They, they're, they're like 18 yeah. to 20. <laughs> and they haven't been deployed yet. No. And um, they've just been through their training. And the last the last step before they get deployed is they go to the School of Infantry. And it's like three to six months. Mm -hmm. So what we do is every six months, we're there. We put on a barbecue where we hand out, like, literally, I think about five, 700 hamburgers. And we're talking all the fixings. Mm -hmm. Mustard, mayonnaise, ketchup. We have cookies. We have you know, desserts, all kinds of stuff, chips, water. And we hand out Bibles, mm -hmm. free Bibles. They are leather-bound Marine Corps Bibles, very nice quality. Yeah. And then we also hand out Daryl Mansfield CDs, and it's like his uh, – if, if you go online, you'll find his ultimate rock collection. Right. So it's, it's basically a collection of 17 of his most popular rocks, rock songs or classic rock. Yes. So we hand those out for free and we do a concert for about three hours, just there in the quad, right by the school of infantry. Mm -hmm. We have, uh, at least 400 Marines, sometimes more. We don't really count. We just, mm -hmm. when we run out of burgers, we run out yeah. of burgers, yeah. but, um, so we've been doing that every six months, and it's time for us to just reach out uh, to encourage them mm -hmm. before they go on deployment. We yeah. have a prayer box where they can drop prayer requests in. Great. Now, I and they're anonymous, but I have yeah. to say, I, I'm one of the people that reads them and prays for them. Yeah. And what blows me away, not only are these, are these young Marines so polite and so helpful and, and so well-trained, but... I've never seen a single prayer request that said, pray for me. Really? Those prayer requests say, pray for my mother, pray for my sister, pray for my family. Um, my mom's afraid for me or whatever. Or my mom has an ailment or those prayer requests are for people, mostly for their family members and their friends, not for themselves. Wow. Look, if I were going to get deployed to Afghanistan, I might be saying, pray that I don't die. Or yeah, so it, I mean, I would. <laughs> but but yeah. it blows me away. Like It just wow. moved me to tears as I read prayer request after prayer request that wasn't for them. Beautiful. That was for somebody else. Well, that's why they're what, doing what they're doing. They're thinking of us and others. They're, they're, that's their whole goal in life. So very um, unselfish people, for sure. Um, it takes a special person to sign up yeah right special yeah. person so one other piece on that and i'll yeah. um i can send you a picture <laughs> if you want to post it sure but, uh daryl was able to find a vintage oh wool it was a marine corps camp pendleton vintage jacket mm -hmm. that's got the lettering and the labels and logos on it mm -hmm. so he would wear this thing now it's bright red and orange and yellow mm -hmm. so it looks like to me like you know something you'd wear at wiener schnitzel but uh <laughs> it, it is a, a classic vintage jacket yeah. and he would wear this and and the marines would just go nuts <laughs> that's awesome uh beautiful uh how about a prison ministry as well so um yeah daryl's been involved in some pr prison ministries various ones yeah. um uh, so and then i'm also a volunteer chaplain mm -hmm. um for the women's jail. So yeah. uh, now Daryl was able to go in um, for Bible studies and they would allow him to bring amplifiers. You know, they had to go mm -hmm. through security, mm -hmm. but he and Eric Turner um, and some other guys, depending on who was there, 
were allowed to go in with the chaplains and they were allowed to basically do a mini concert. And as you know, a lot of prisons don't allow large gatherings. Yeah. Um, they consider it risky. So they were making some really valuable exceptions. Mm-hmm. But Daryl's testimony, as you know, he can he can preach the gospel oh, in such a way. Yes. And it, it really gets people and he's he's not standing up there like as though he's better or or different. No. He's really down to earth yes, with everybody. Sure is. And really sees himself just like everyone else. And so he would share his testimony and people would come to the Lord mm-hmm. like crazy. And, yeah. Uh yeah, and um, here are people who really need God, and they're ready for a change. Yeah, very powerful message. Daryl was always great with that. He, you could have a power failure, not able to play, and if he preached, it would still have been enough, you know? Uh, yeah. The message would have been We up. know that happens sometimes, I'm sure, yeah. yes, you know, and you've got Eric on acoustic or something, and you're no microphone. Oh, yeah, they would improvise, yeah. no, no doubt. Yeah, for sure. I remember one, I think the drummer started doing a drum solo while they fixed something. So that's always a good way out as well. Um, how about Bikers for Christ? I know I talked to Eric about that. Uh, Daryl, have you had some involvement with Bikers for Christ? Yeah, with uh, Fred Z. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you have yeah. a, a, a trike, I hear. I used to. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> he used to have a trike. Yeah. One of your great album yeah. covers, Daryl, is you on that. I think it's awesome. And uh, I... I think it was the, actually, you used it for uh, the re-release of Born to be Wild. It's a great, great cover. Okay. A good, Do you remember that, that Good album. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember what happened to it? No, I don't remember what happened no. to it. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, you sold it at some point. Yeah. I'm just going to backtrack because I just looked it up. I'm going to turn my phone off. Does the name Gary Carter mean anything to you? That's the baseball player we were talking about, I think. Yeah, yeah. He was your good friend. Yeah, Gary Carter. Yeah. So you had some. Daryl has some pictures with Gary Carter. I bet he does. Maybe you could send one yeah. or two of those along copies. But uh, yeah, you talked a lot about him, and when he went on to be with the Lord, a uh, very good Christian fellow as well. I remember you posting about your friends. So that was a sad but happy day for him. Amen. Amen. Another one I know you're dear to your heart, uh, Tina, that you're involved in. I'd love for you to tell people about that and how they can get involved. And it's with to do with the sex trafficking trafficking problem in the world today. Right, so that is my full-time um, ministry, and I fundraise just like a missionary, <laughs> basically, yeah. uh, for my support, but also for rescues. And we do uh, rescues of sex trafficking victims mm-hmm. um, anywhere in the United States yeah. who are American citizens. We also do rescues of uh, trafficking victims or missing and exploited children who are taken overseas. Yeah. So um, the criteria is we are we are licensed to handle American citizens and um, through through diplomacy through the State Department and so far so forth as as it pertains to American citizens, um, but wherever they're taken in the world. Mm-hmm. So I specialize in um, domestic, which is. Yeah. Uh, trafficking that's happening in the United States. So mm-hmm. people don't realize, I'm going to just throw this out really quick, yeah. that 83% of sex trafficking victims in the United States are American citizens. Uh, they are not foreigners. No. So everybody thinks this is a foreign problem. Yeah, Guess what? It's not. it's not. Also, more than 50% are minors. They are under 18. Yeah. Now, um, I've <clears throat> uh, helped over 100 girls get out of 
out of the life. We call it the life, um, which is which is prostitution, but yeah. we don't like that label. No, just call it um, their... These girls never, never chose this. They never, they never chose it. it. It happened to them. They were taken against their will. They were forced, coerced, manipulated, threatened mm-hmm. into doing this. So basically I have a hotline. Um, you can go to um, www.recoveryofchildren.org. Mm-hmm. That's our website. Good. But I have a hotline number. Uh, I'm also on every social media format mm-hmm. where people who need help, um, minors that need help, or girls that want out, they're ready to get out, or parents, yeah. or school uh, school administrators, teachers. Basically, you can call my hotline or contact me if you suspect there's a human trafficking situation, mm-hmm. or if you are a victim and you're ready to get out. Yeah. And basically, we have a team of... Um, former CIA special operations, former Navy SEALs, former Marine reconnaissance uh, officers who are ready to do rescues when we need um, that kind of skill set. And then I also do a lot of uh, the pickups myself. I call it emergency response, which is Mm -hmm. if a girl's able to get a certain distance, like if I can get in communication with her, if she's able to get to a Starbucks Mm -hmm. or a CVS pharmacy and she can hide out there, I can roll up to the side door and she can just jump in my car. So we do a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And then we're um, I'm connected with over 200 resources across the country. These are safe homes, shelters, recovery programs, rehab centers. Most of them are faith-based um, because we are faith-based. Yeah. We, we believe in Jesus Christ. Um, we don't force that on anybody, but those that's who's really coming to the plate. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's who's coming to the plate. Yeah. So basically, I'm able to connect these girls with resources to get off the street and stay off the street. That's ministry at its best. And I know Daryl has promoted it big time as well. So uh, Yeah, and right uh, Daryl's met. Daryl has met, you know, he's he's in my life a lot, yes. and um, so he's met and encouraged a lot of these a lot of these young women getting yeah, out yeah. of um, sex trafficking, and just you know they they want to be like everybody yeah, else. They want to be yeah. seen like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So Daryl's a great guy yes, for that. Yes, he sure is. He sure is. Okay, uh, some lighter topics now as well. Um, Daryl, I don't know if you remember the Jay Leno show that you did with. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, you remember going on the Jay Leno show? Raphael Sadiq. That's the fellow. I, I didn't want to try and pronounce his name. I I even wrote it down. <laughs> How do you say his name again? Raphael Sadiq. Yes, and he has an album out that Daryl played on as well. So tell us about that. Stone Rollin'. Yes. Yeah. So um, I'll tell you a little little bit about it. Um, so Daryl was actually on the Jay Leno show. He was on Conan O'Brien yeah. and also on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Right. Um, oh, when that, it was Raphael Sadiq's album, Stone Rollin'. It's a great album. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really done in vintage style. Yeah. So uh, Daryl played harmonica on one of the songs. And I think it's the title song, Stone, Stone Rollin'. Mm-hmm. So here's kind of a funny, a funny bit. Now, um, a lot of the band is African-American, and in the music video... Uh, although Daryl is the one playing on the soundtrack mm-hmm. in the music video, yeah. there's an African American gentleman yeah. playing the harmonica, which is not him. <laughs> so uh, yeah. when we went, you know, we went and playing on these shows, you know, here's Daryl with his with his white blonde hair and his, you know, mm-hmm. alligator shoes, and like mm-hmm. it, it was just fantastic. Beautiful. So yeah. 
Um, I think some of those um, videos are on YouTube. Yes, I, but... I saw one last night. I actually will probably post it. Yeah. Yeah. So the band, the band loved it. I have to say about these guys, Raphael Sadiq and the guys. Look, these are these are musicians who came from humble beginnings. Mm -hmm. They're like, you know, they're down to earth yeah. and um, so cool to be around. So it was a blessing mm -hmm. to just hang out with them backstage. And um, Jay Leno's awesome. Jimmy Kimmel. Daryl actually gave him one of his own monogrammed brass harmonicas mm. and Jimmy wrote him a thank you note and just loved it. I was sitting behind Jimmy Kimmel during the performance <laughs> and he's like, who is that guy in the harmonica? He's awesome. I love harmonica. That's so awesome. Yeah. It was a great experience. Great, for sure. great story. Uh, back in time a little yeah. bit, similar story to that. Um, when Daryl was up here in Vancouver, uh, Mike Reno, who's going to be joining me on Sunday for some uh, stories, uh, Lover Boy, Canadian rock band, uh, rock star. Uh, Daryl played on their song Notorious and uh, one other tune as well. Two songs on that album. Um, what do you remember from that time? Well, that's a, that's been a while, yes. so it's, yeah, it's hard hard to remember a smell of yeah. things there, but. Well, my st you were just terrific on there, Daryl. Your harmonica playing is awesome as always on there. I remember the first time I heard it up here on rock radio, and the DJ comes off the air, and that's Loverboy with uh, their brand-new hit, Notorious, but I'm not sure who the harmonica player is. Uh, if anybody <laughs> if anybody knows, call me right now at Rock 101. So guess who called? I called them up and said, yes, that's my good buddy, Daryl Mansfield. Way to go! And he says, "Oh, I thought it might have been Harp Dog Brown or somebody that he knew, right?" I says, "Nope, Daryl Mansfield, Christian rock blues musician, uh, been around quite a while." And uh, at that time, I guess it was probably well, it was in the '80s, right? So yeah. twenty years in, I says, "He's very big in Christian music," and um, that's who it is. He says, "Well, he's great. If you ever see him, tell him how good that was." So there you go, Daryl. <laughs> wow! Now, now we're talking about it. Well, thanks for calling in. Yeah. Um, he was also on Bon Jovi. He was. You, you, yeah. He was on Bon Jovi. And I remember, remember John playing the harmonica in the video for that as well. And I know, I knew it was Daryl playing. And what song was that <laughs> on? Do you remember? I don't remember. No, I'll have to look it up. I'll see if I can find it because yeah. uh, you know we might be able to play that as well on this show that we're going to play for your birthday. And uh, maybe I can get a hold of John Bon Jovi. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. And you know what? He uh, We have a picture of him playing with Daryl. Daryl actually schooled him on yeah. uh, how to play the harmonica. And they had a, they had a great time together. Yeah. yeah, he's a nice guy. Very good guy. And he's got some great tunes. So good stories yeah. there. Um, I remember one time, I don't know if Daryl will remember, uh, you were so going to be on the Arsenio Hall show way back uh, with little Richard and something happened where it didn't quite happen. So I don't know, um, what happened with that. Do you recall that at all? I don't remember yeah, that. No. no. So maybe there was just some kind of glitch and something, something happened in production. Yeah. So, um, anyways, we won't bother with that one, <laughs> but no. I know you've been around a lot of musicians yeah. over the year. You had a, a, a great jam session at NAM one year. There's a, a photo on, um, Facebook, and it's also on one of your album covers inside the insert, I guess in the box set with, uh, got Billy Idol and, uh, John Bon Jovi, Eddie Van Halen, uh, and others, and someone from, oh, I can't recall. Do you recall that session at all? 
Yeah, I just—it's been so long. It's a, I can't remember. Yeah, it's a long time ago, but uh, yeah. It, yeah, have a look at the photo, and I'm sure uh, it looks like you're having a great time. And I thought that's Daryl at his best. And uh, I talked to Chance the other day; he was actually there, and I think that's the day he met you. And um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, Chance would probably remember that. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't. So he there. did tell um, us a story about it. So we've got that uh, on record. So. <laughs> I just like to. Good. Try. So one one little piece you probably didn't know. Yeah. I was at Disneyland. With, this was years years later, mm-hmm. but we were at Disneyland, and yeah. <laughs> ran into ran into Eddie Van Halen, no doubt, oh. at California Adventure. Yeah. Wow. So uh, literally, I like I didn't recognize him. He had his back turned. Yeah. But I did look down. You know, you know, his forearms are so muscular yes. <laughs> from playing the part. Yeah. So I just was looking down at his his forearms like dang you know yeah. and then daryl's like that's eddie van halen mm-hmm. so we walked up and said hello oh, that's so cool that was cool. you were all fangirl over him right now <laughs> <laughs> well i i was like what are you doing yeah. at you know california adventure but hey he can go there oh, he sure can he sure can so that's good well guys this has been terrific it's awesome i'm gonna let you go have your coffee daryl uh thanks so much for talking with us any last things you'd like to say to everybody daryl well, just uh, thank you, and thanks for uh, celebrating my birthday. I don't know what else to say. That's great, Daryl. Yeah, God bless you, Daryl. We've loved you. We love your music. We play it a lot. Uh, we have a blues hour on Sunday night that uh, they play a lot of Daryl on there. I play you one night. I actually got in trouble for playing too much, Daryl. <laughs> oh, thank you. I had, had Daryl Mansfield night, and I was playing Daryl Mansfield, Daryl Mansfield Ben. Uh, Turner Mansfield, uh, whatever I could find uh, with a change in the name of the title that I could play legally on the air, <laughs> and I overdid it a little yeah. bit. So, but on this show, we're going to throw the rules Thank out you. the window. It's all Daryl all night, so I don't know how long it's going to go, but we'll see how we do. It should be a couple right. hours or so. Thank you. But thank you. God bless you, Daryl. And I'm going to turn off my recorder. Thank this is so Jeff much. Cooper, Classic Christian Rock Radio.